Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always yes we're in a video store and yes they still exist somewhere in your hometown so come find us and visit us and check us out and of course guys the Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frida are here like amazing dogs chilling you know and snoozing about like dogs do in the springtime in the sun but of course guys all i have to say is the illustrious butt maestro is here how's it going buddy hello everyone the stars have aligned and the dragons have coalesced and we will have our kingdom i'm sorry i just got too fucking riled up by jeremy irons hamming it the fuck up uh y'all y'all know what it is we're doing the the old D, &D movie not the new one we might do that later. We're doing the old D&D &D movie. Just, like, <clears throat> be ready for, like, this is bad. Uh, but, yeah, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We are another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about shit that excites us, that we like, that we hate, that we like to hate. Uh, that, that would be this week. <laughs> I'm giving a thumbs this... up to the mic. You can't see it, but I'm giving a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. One hundred. Uh, this this fucking movie. Oh boy. Uh, I do have good news though. If uh you if you want to just get vibing, get drunk, get fucked up, and watch this shitty movie and roast the shit out of it. As of right now, you can do it for free. Uh, because Amazon Prime made it free as of last week. That's how I watched this. Because I went into Amazon Prime thinking, like, oh, you got to pay two bucks to rent it. Okay, cool. No, they had the 240 whatever slashed out, and it was free. Probably as a promotional thing. Probably just to set people up for the new D&D movie coming up, going, hey, uh, however bad it ends up being, just know that it could have been worse. <laughs> yep. That's the only, yeah. only explanation I can come up with for why they suddenly made this free. Weeks before the release of the new one. Yeah. But no, we're, uh, we're not doing the one with Chris Pine and uh, all those fantastic charismatic actors. We're doing the one with, as Dr. Alman Kringle very quickly pointed out, oh shit, the one with Marlon Wayans. Yep. That snails. Yep. Inaccurate. Like, he's not... And and the a dwarf that's regular in this size, movie, but like, yeah, yep, yep, that yep. was weird. Okay, cool. Didn't realize he was supposed one. to be a dwarf. It's it's okay. Let me do my. Actually, before I try to read the Wikipedia summary, Admiral, you have the physical DVD. Yes, I do. Would you like to read the synopsis on the back? Yeah. Are you ready? Go for, I, I just got your screenshots, by the way. Oh, my God. That's In a amazing. world where forces of evils have magical powers and peasants are powerless, only a ragtag group of young adventurers can save the day. Profian, Academy Award winner Jeremy Irons from Reverse of Fortune, is a diabolical mage who plots to take over the kingdom of Izmir, the Empress Salvian. Thora Birch, American Beauty, fights to return the peaceful times to her subjects. Now the hopes of Islamir rest on Snails, Marlon Wayne's Scary Movie, Ridley, 
Justin Whalen from TV's Lewis and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. And the fighters brave enough to help them battle the dark forces of Profian. Dazzling special effects and spellbinding performances conjure up a supernatural film that brings the adventure home to you. I'm sorry. I need to I need to go back a sec, Admiral, because I know you meant Lois and Clark, the new adventures, but you said uh, Lewis and Clark, the new adventures of Superman, <laughs> which just makes me think of Sacagawea flying around like a Kryptonian. <laughs> okay, first of all, I love that that's the only word out of all of them, as the, all the group that I messed up. Is you did real good. You did real good. Lo- Every, everyone applaud the it's Admiral. Lois. Lois and Clark. But uh, I, I love... So So, do you want me to read the reviews on the DVD? There's only please, one. Please. There's only one. Go for it. Are you ready for this? A special effect... Ah, but sorry. A special effects extravaganza. Enter, entertainment Today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's... Uh, oh... I don't so, know if extravagant is the right word for it. So I was I was texting uh, the butt maestro. I was a little bit vibing when I was watching this with Patron because I was like, Patron, I want you to watch this movie so when we see the new one, you can see how bad it was. And she's like, okay. I was like, it's bad. Like this movie's bad. And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, okay. Um, she watched it. And at one point, she was asleep, woke up, and was like, what the fuck is going on? And stayed up to see the mess that was this movie. Like, yep. it's one of those movies where you hear how bad it is, and you're like, oh, it can't be that bad. It's bad. It's worse than what you remember. It's that bad. It's that bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ooh. Oh, boy. Um, um, but I, let, let's kind of start off with Jeremy Irons does an amazing job. He acts his fucking ass off in it. He yeah, he's definitely having fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Let their like, blood rain from the skies. I'm just he, like th- he's one of the only people in this movie that understood the assignment and recognized uh, how bad it all was, and the only way to make it even somewhat good is to just lean all the way into it. Lean into the curb? And totally. I wish the rest of the cast would have gotten the memo. Um, so, did you know that this movie has two DVD sequels? No. And they're somehow worse than no. this one? No. Yeah, so there's... There's Dungeon Dragons, The Wrath of Dragon God. Oh, no. And then there's Dungeon Dragons 3, The Book of Vile Darkness. Oh, no. Yeah. How? I, uh, the only way that makes sense is that they were already in production before this movie fucking tanked. Maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, so... so- the main so, so, conflict in this movie, in yeah. the plot of this movie, comes from uh, the Empress Savina, played by, as the Admiral pointed out, Thora Birch. Uh, now, you mentioned her being from American Beauty. I know what everyone else is going to know her from, and what I knew her from, 
That's the little sister from Hocus Pocus. That's yeah, that's, Danny. Yeah, that's her face. That's Yabos. <laughs> yeah. That's Which, by the way, I thought her and the Sorcerer's Apprentice chick, I thought they were the same person. <laughs> Not At quite. one point in the movie, I was like, wait, those are two different people? Not quite. What? No. Um, so, her and the Council of Mages, led by Profian, uh, Jeremy, Which, Jeremy by Irons. The way, by the way, that was filmed in Prague. Yeah, she that- wants all the people to be free, and he wants all the power to himself. The mages want all the power to themselves. Like, it's... it's <clears throat> They've set up, set up a dictatorship. She doesn't like it. She's trying to use her power to overthrow the dictatorship, and they're all going... Rah, humbug, rah. So... Uh, so that scene... Uh, when they're in the like courtroom and they look like they're in the Muppet Show, yeah. Um, they that's actually filmed in a Prague uh, opera house, and Patron has been in that opera house, so she's been uh, on the set of Dungeon Dragons technically. Oh my um, god! Like, like years later, but yeah, technically um, she has been in that opera house where they filmed that scene. That's um, fucking insane, right? So, okay, so look, guys, we're, we're not going to go beat by beat. So, basically, you have Ridley uh, and Snails, which I think that Ridley was is paying homage to Ridley Scott's legend uh, with Tom Cruise. I feel like that was an homage to him by naming his character after the director of Legend. That's what I feel like. Possibly. Um, possibly. I, I, uh, so, I also have a theory about the story of the plot of this movie is... It seems like it was ripped right from the pages of a Gygax era. I mean, Adventures in D&D, like first edition. Uh, oh, that's what it was. That's adventure. what it was, because because I watched the featurette uh, behind the scenes, and they said they, the director straight up was like, I want to make a, a movie of Dungeons and Dragons, so I took the Star Wars approach and just dropped people in the thing and had like you know somebody narrate and talk about stuff and he he was like nobody's gonna make this movie but me so he literally made it from the old Gygax the old stuff yeah and it, and it he feels straight like, up was like yeah because the, the excitement of the Gygax D&D era games didn't come from a good story with relatable characters and uh Roleplay moments. Like, that wasn't part of it at all. If you take anyone who played the old Gygax-era D&D and throw them into more modern D&D and ask them to roleplay their character out, they're going to look at you sideways. Because back then it was all about the strategy and the combat. That That's 100% what it was. Look at Tomb of Horrors. It is a tomb with so much shit built exclusively to fuck with you, and to kill you immediately with no warning. Like, there's one mechanic in it, I believe, where if you get, if you touch a certain spot of the wall, it is an instant death. You pop back up at the beginning of uh, the maze, the dungeon, completely naked. All of the shit you came in with is vaporized. Like, he, he wasn't in this for good storytelling. He was in this for exciting dungeons. 
And we do see that just a little bit in this movie. Just a little bit. We, we see the hints of good ideas in this movie. And, they're, and then they're overshadowed by PS1 graphics. Uh, that weren't rendered properly? I, I, what, did I, what did I text you? You, you texted me, what, where's their video game attached to this? And Admiral, I did, uh, I, I dug for a while. I couldn't find any evidence of a video game that would have been attached to this movie. The only thing I can think of is that this is New Line Cinema. This is a lot of the same studios and same same people who would later work on uh, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Before this, the they way, had done the Mortal Kombat movies. They also had a uh, ton of other tie-in games to other movie properties that they had released. So it's very likely that those were assets to be used on other projects. And they were like, you know what? This works. That That one dragon model... Yeah, that works. Just copy and paste it a hundred times until it overloads the engine. <laughs> Which, by the way, did you know that... So this movie came out a year before Lord of the Rings? Yeah, that's that's hard to believe. Because yep. it really looks like a season one episode of Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, I was like... I, uh, I, I, I was like, the video was there a video game in development? Because it looks like they didn't render the software and they just intersliced the game with the movie with the CGI effects. It, legit, that's what it looks like. Alright, so let's go ahead and get started, even though we're already in there. Um, so, Snails and Ridley break into the magic school. I like how they don't give it a name, just magic school. Mm-hmm. To, to go get some stuff, and they find out that, oh, hey, um, this thing is, you know, is uh, Jeremy Irons is being... I have to um, actually people. you real quick, Admiral. They do give the magic school a name. It doesn't matter, because they don't mention it again, but it's the Sumdal Magic School. Oh, sorry. S-U-M-D-A-L-L. Sorry, I just wanted to um, actually before any of the Cinemaniacs did. Carry on. Oh, okay. Uh, like anyone else would watch this movie before uh, listening to the podcast. Um, so, so they go, and uh, they get tied up, and I, I guess this man was eating too many blueberries and didn't realize that he didn't wipe his lips. So, blueberry lips, that's what I called him the whole time. <laughs> blueberry lips. Blueberry, blueberry lips... Which is chasing him, and he gets like earwigs, Wrath of Khan. Like that's what it felt like from Wrath of Khan, like just the earwigs popping out, and like taking control of him. Kind of, I don't know. That's how it felt. So he's chasing them, and and they're running away from him, and they get to like this thieves of underground, but they also meet a dwarf that's regular size, and that's the that's the uh. That's the bald guy from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Elwood. Oh, not is the, it really? Yeah. Lee, er, Lee yeah, Ehrenberg? Not the, yeah, not the tall skinny guy. Yeah. The little Holy fat shit. bald one. Yeah, it totally yep. is. Oh my god. Yep. He's so much uh, better in Pirates. He did his best oh, in yeah. this. He, he understood yep. the assignment. Uh, 
he's just a dwarf, but regular size for some reason. Um, uh, and then uh, they chase. What's going on? Oh, and you know the rug scene where uh, where where snails dips into the rug, right? Yep. You know how they did that? Mm-mm. They just filled it up with oatmeal. Oh my god! And and snails sunk down. Oh my like, god! Yeah. So they're chasing, um, and unfortunately, snails dies because, I mean, I really like that character, like. I, I really enjoyed that character a lot because he made... Yeah, his, the... his death was really sudden and it didn't feel like it, it really made anything super different. Like... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and he also flirted with the uh, with that elf that had weird body armor but regular clothes underneath her body armor? Yeah, Kristen Wilson uh, with, with the blue booby armor. It's... <clears throat> excuse me. It was a bit weird. Uh, it's also kind of like, kind of mixed. Like, wait, are you a ranger? And if so, why are you using a sword up close instead of stand far back and using your crossbow? Also, you have a crossbow now. Didn't you have a bow earlier in the movie? What's going on here? You're switching proficiencies around. This this, this seems like a shady player. Uh, <clears throat> Marina Pretensa, the, the young mage that... Uh, yeah, I can't tell if, if Ridley wants to make out with Marina or Norda. The movie can't make up its mind either. Uh, Snails is mostly the one interested in Norda until he, you know, dies. Yeah. Uh, and and then basically after that, um, they enter this, uh, they enter the secret sanctum uh, and uh, they get, uh, basically Ridley gets knocked out and they have to take the the elves have to take them to I guess they're death elves are they wood elves like I don't fucking know what this is man like they're wearing think, skull bones I don't think the movie knows either Admiral so then they take him to Tom Baker which basically at this point he's a he's a he's a Time Lord variant I feel like he's a Fourth Doctor variant because legit shows up your humans are stupid I'm gonna heal you bye and just dips out the movie I'm like the fuck did they did you even know what the fuck was happening like were you were you literally scolding the filmmakers for this <laughs> what um uh so you want to talk about the deleted scene that i sent you i sent you pictures of a deleted scene so in the deleted scene uh that you actually get to see the dragon break open kind of you see a giant egg and then you see a giant stick a red stick and then he tries to touch it, and then the blue screen shows up, and then you see a little thing that looks like Dragonite fly away. What the fuck? And then he wakes up to Tom Baker. And it's like, what the fuck is this? What the By fuck? By the way, do you want to talk about the music before we go any further? The music was one of the only things that was kind of passable about this movie. Justin Klein Burnett, and I don't fully recognize his name. What else have you done, Mr. Justin Burnett? Uh... I'll pad for time. Oh, he so, started his career so, working for Hans Zimmer. Uh, he worked on Prince uh, of Egypt, Road to El Dorado, Gladiator. Uh, yeah, he he did a bunch of scoring work for, for Hans Zimmer for a while. So yeah, that explains why his music was one of the only passable things about this movie. Meanwhile, the movie itself can't fucking pin down a tone for shit. 
Uh, and I wish that the dragons were the worst looking thing about this movie. But as the Admiral kind of already hinted at, the costume's pretty bad too. Yep. Uh, and yep, my God, the fucking props. I swear to God, the dwarf's axe is literally a nerf axe. Like, yeah, and they didn't. You saw that too. And I heard it too. They didn't even try to replace the sound with foley. You could hear the thunk of the foam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I, I um, if I would have taken a shot every time I saw someone's sword wobble, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like flop. Because <laughs> yeah. those swords were fucking wibbly wobbly, flippy floppy. Just Jesus Christ! It was bad. Yeah. So, so then they enter this other sanctum where they got to go and get the staff or the rod. They keep calling it a rod. Yes, but only it's, Ridley can it, enter uh, because yeah reasons. Like I thought it was it's because of specified. the sword of protection that he just got from the elves. The elves gave him a sword. That looks like they bought it from Party City. Uh, I think I have the sword. I think I have a copy of the sword in the studio. Do you actually? The wooden sword. I think my wooden sword is better than that. Oh my god! Like, I think that one. So, so he enters, and okay, all right. This entire scene was amazing because the skeleton was practical effects, yes. and it looked like Ray Harryhausen, like amazingness and that was phenomenal that I was like was oh great. my god this is amazing they almost pulled then he leaves back in. then he leaves he leaves his cave of diswonders and straight up just goes and fights blueberry lips and and then he's like oh uh i'm gonna let you uh give me give me, give the, me rod, the rod and i'll let did you and I'll did let you get my text go. while i was watching this yes. movie <laughs> Yep, totally did. <laughs> totally did. Uh, and, and then, oh my god. And then they have the fight sequence at the end with all the CGI dragons. Oh my god, it's so oh, it's bad. bad. It's real, real okay, bad. The so, party just pops up out of nowhere. Like, we have this whole dimension yep. door shit going on with Damodar and uh, Marina being able to dimension door just anywhere fuck the rules right um yeah yeah uh fucking ridley follows uh smurf lips uh through the dimension door to the dragon tower fights them fucking solo uh tries to at least and then the rest of the party just pops up i guess they just guessed that it'd be at the top of the wizard tower but also, has Marina ever been up here before? Because I don't think you could dimension door to a place you've never been before. Just, just yeah. saying. Uh, and then we get to see this cool, weird, amazingness of Jeremy Irons acting his fucking Absolutely. ass off. It's insane. And doing a great job with what he's given. Uh, gets eaten by a dragon, and then the dragon basically just... You know how... Okay, so you know how you're in a pool and you bounce off the wall and then you start to swim away? That's what the fucking dragon did. If you if, well, after it ate Jeremy Irons, it pushed itself off the off the thing, did a dive, and then flew around. I was like, what the fuck happened? Are you fucking serious right now? Look oh god. And then okay, and so then 
after they defeat Jeremy Irons, they get rid of all the red dragons because Ridley, like, destroys the rod. And then, which, by the way, Profian. Okay, so, so Profian sounds like a name for a medicine that cures madness. Thank you. And yeah. I feel like Jeremy Irons needs, <laughs> needs, he needs Profian in this role. In this role. <laughs> side side um, effects may include blue lips, obsessions with dragons, and inability to speak without being overdramatic. And don't forget, anal bleeding <laughs> always a part. They all, it's always in there. Um, side effects or, may or include ever, heart attack or, or I love death. it, it's not. If it's not that, it's always bleeding from the rectum. Oh Those are the two interchangeable ones. Um, and so then... We get to see this great speech, which I guess this speech, which by the way, so did they go pick up snails and bring him and bury him back? I, over I, w- here? I was also going to ask that because the last we saw of him, he was just fucking dead on the ground. And then they went right yeah. to healing Ridley instead of trying to revive yeah. snails. Uh, uh, and then, uh, and then we get to see this. This weird okay, okay. the, so the, the dragon ruby is, thing um, that he used to get yes. the rod apparently has its own magic. Big question mark. I don't know. Do you know? I I have no idea. Uh, I have a few. Th- I literally texted you. I literally yes, you did. okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna you go ahead. I'm gonna save your save your theory for late for a minute, but. Literally, my response was, what the fuck did they do? Did they get a chance to get away from it all? Did they teleport? I don't know. There was literally no communication from the characters. No. None. At all. None. My best guess... They just put their hand on the ruby and left. My best guess is that the ruby had the ability to plane walk, plane shift... Um, essentially transport them to a different plane of existence. Potentially the realm snails? of the dead, where Ridley's at? Question mark. You mean yeah, snails? Yeah, Ridley's alive. Yeah. Sorry, snails. I mean that's good. I thought they just teleported back to the knighting ceremony. I I I have no idea uh, because this movie makes no sense. Okay, so you want to know the alternate ending? Go for it. So the alternate ending, it's just Ridley. And he walks up, and he says his speech with no other characters. He puts the ruby down on on the tombstone and leaves. And as he leaves, the music swells up, and it fades to black. That was good! That would have made more sense. What the fuck did... Uh, But the decision to have the Empress, uh, her speech, playing over... You know, the gang walking through a graveyard felt kind of weird. Right? Yes. No, I no, I 100% agree with that. The like the setting was amazing. The the setup of the scene was beautiful. You get to see overcast of a graveyard. It's beautiful. It's amazing this. And then you get to see this audio in the background. It's like, who the fuck speaks that goddamn loud? How close is this graveyard? Poor, poor Danny. Poor Thora Birch. My God, she she tried. She really did. She committed to this awfully written schlock. Yep. 
Oh, and uh, by the way, Marlon Wayans, uh, who also started in Requiem for a Dream, uh, while he was uh, while he was filming shooting, he he did these scenes um, in a few weeks. Like when he when he was on this movie, he did his scenes maybe like three weeks tops, three to four weeks, and he was done. And then he went and did Requiem for a Dream. Wow! Like man, that man, wow! All right, uh, so here on Cinema Gems, we give it a full gem, an amazing movie, half gem, an all right movie, no gem, a horrible movie, but maestro. What do you give Dungeons and Dragons 2000? Uh, is this the first no gem I've done in a while? Like, I, I can't yes. remember the last time I've genuinely given a movie a no gem. No, you don't get the credit. Like, no. The, the only credit this movie gives is reminding us that no matter how weird the new movie is, at least it's not as bad as this one. Yeah, I also give it a no gem. I feel like this movie is only acceptable. Um, I texted real you that up. this movie is only acceptable when you. Well, besides that, but if you're doing, because uh, you said that uh, after a session of of a of a Dungeon Dragons campaign, um, you uh, you would put this on in the background while you ask the DM questions, just to have on for noise. Okay, and you could even mute it at the point. Yeah. And just have the oh, visual yeah, totally. effects on. Um, I give this a no gem as well. Because look guys. If I ever actually get the funds to make a movie. At least it will not be as bad as this movie. I, I certainly hope so. At least it won't be. At least it won't be bad. That's the bar I gotta pass. Is Dungeon Dragons 2000. So guys. Let us know what you thought about the movie. At uh, cinemagems15. At gmail.com. At gmail also, thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer, for letting us use your website, lowrampictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Guys, go and watch the new one. Do not watch this one. I think this is one of the rare times where we're like, don't watch this movie. I don't mean, hey, it. you can watch it. Don't, don't don't spend money to watch this movie is, is the real takeaway here. If you want to watch this movie for a fun time, just don't spend money on it. It's free on Amazon Prime right now. I'm just pointing that out. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, just remember that you know. Besides this movie, uh, there are a lot of things going on um, in this world right now that can make people stressed and worry yep. about things, and and have a lot of things happening. And it's okay for you to not feel normal and not be able to act normal or be around humans. It's one hundred percent fine for that. Take some you time and relax, de-stress, decompress. Absolutely. The best way to help others is to help yourself first. Very well said, Admiral. Uh, and guys, just remember that thank you all to all of our Swapper Jacks friends for being there and letting us know the comments, concerns, and criticisms to let us know how good we're being, how bad we are. Hey, at least we're not as bad as Dungeons & Dragons 2000. I, I hope not. That's I hope we were we were easier to follow than the plot of this movie. Yep. Um, you got anything else to, to see, to see slash say before we head out, but maestro, uh, love all y'all take care of yourselves. Stay hydrated. It's starting to get hot again. Yes, guys, it is. Also guys, just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember black lives always matter guys. Always. Bye guys. See ya. Bye y'all.